Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. The 2022 regular season has come to an end. So many freshmen made impacts throughout the country, but there can only be a select few that make the 24-7 sports true freshman All-American team. It is Friday, December 9th. This is the College Football Daily. I am Lance Glenn. So we dropped the 24-7 sports true freshman All-American team this week. And as I said before, so many names to choose from. We won't talk about everyone on the team on this episode, but of course we have the whole list over at 247sports.com. And joining me to discuss it today is the man who put it together, adding to what I'm sure was quite the busy week for him as well with the transfer window opening on Monday. That's National College Football Writer for 24-7 Sports, Chris Hummer. Hummer, thanks so much for joining me, man. Have you recovered yet fully from that all-day transfer portal Palooza show earlier this week? Recovered is not the word I would use, Lance, but um, we're going strong. I'm happy to be here talking about true freshmen because it's a it's an opportunity for me to take my head out of the transfer portal and uh, stop dealing with all that. So Really excited to just talk some football for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. The Transfer Portal going wild. Uh, if you missed it, that Transfer Portal Palooza show, that in its entirety, might I add, is up on the 24-7 Sports YouTube page. Um, and make sure to subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel as well if you haven't. So, Homer, let's take a look at some of the names on this list. And let's start at quarterback. Let's go to Philly, to Temple. EJ Warner, obviously the son of NFL Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. I actually saw EJ Warner play earlier this season in person when Rutgers took on Temple at the link, and I was impressed. It's a guy who has a high football IQ, uh, someone with high completion percentage, uh, someone uh, who can clearly move that Temple offense in the right direction, a building block piece for Stan Drayton. What impressed you about Warner and his play during his freshman year? I want to start by saying like this was not like the strongest year for true freshman quarterbacks. Um, very few played. We're in the transfer portal era. They played less often than ever. But EJ is a guy who almost from the jump was a starter for Temple. And he wasn't like, I will say he wasn't perfect. Like he had some really rough stretches this year. I'm thinking about a game versus Tulsa where he was really bad. He was really bad against Navy. But what he did was respond almost all year. Temple wasn't great, but EJ always seemed to respond. He finished the season with 3,000. 28 passing yards. That was 26 nationally. Set multiple single season records for Temple with passing. He ended the year with the best passing performance in Temple history. Threw for 527 yards against East Carolina. 
So this is a guy that showed a lot of grit and a lot of development over a short amount of time. He completed 60.5% of his passes. Um, he certainly doesn't have the strongest arm, but what he is is very accurate. Um, this is a cliche that gets worn out a little too much, but he's obviously the son of a very good football player in Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, obviously, um, St. Louis Rams. Shout out to the greatest show on turf. And he's a very cerebral guy. Like he's going to have to get bigger. Like his head coach, Dan Drayden said that multiple times, even after his performance against East Carolina, but he's somebody for a temple program looking to reset that will be a building block moving forward. And that's, that's what they need. They need somebody like EJ who came in right away, made an impact and will continue to grow and get better. Yeah. And when you're in a position like temple where with a first year head coach and Sandra Drayton, you're really looking to see who are those building blocks for years to come. And obviously EJ Warner could be a guy for temple at the most important position on the field. Let's move over now now to the running backs and a lot of great running backs to choose from. But the one I want to discuss is Kinshawn Judkins, the freshman Ole Miss running back. And when he got to campus, the belief at the time was that the feature back of the bunch uh, for the Rebels was going to be Zach Evans, the TCU transfer. And Zach Evans obviously got a lot of run this season, definitely made an impact, formed a really nice two-headed monster with Judkins. But Judkins was really the guy who stood out. I think rushed for almost 1,500 yards this year for the Rebels, uh, was really a highlight for that Lane Kiffin offense. And all I know is if Ole Miss with Kinshad Judkins, if he can repeat what he did this past year, next year, and even grow off of this past season, then they have a really special back there in Oxford and someone that could be a pivotal part of the offense for next year and the year after. Yeah, no question. Um, and I, I do want to say off the top, this is a really difficult year with running backs. There were some great ones. Richard Reese from Baylor didn't make this list. Jaden Ott from Cal didn't make this list. Katron Allen from Penn State didn't make this list. There were a lot of deserving running backs. But Quinshawn Jukins wasn't just the best running back this year as a true freshman. He was the best true freshman, period. Ole Miss finished 8-4, and four, and I don't even know if they're 6-6 six and six without Quinshawn. He was that important in the offense. He ran for 474, 1,474 yards, like you said. He had 16 touchdowns. He ranked in the top seven nationally in both categories. He forced 74 missed tackles this year. He was impossible to bring to the ground. And in a year where Zach Evans was very good, but also pretty banged up for a lot of the year, Quinshawn Jukins carried the load. Um, he took a lot of pressure off Jackson Dart in his first year as the starter. And I think he showed to be a superstar back. He doesn't really have any qualities that blow you away in terms of like speed or even really height and weight, but he's a very powerful back. He's faster than you think. And he's got just a great sense in the open field and in small windows how to uh, make a defender miss. He was a steal, steal out of Alabama for Ole Miss. And he's a building block for the program moving forward. Let's stay in the SEC. Let's move to wide receiver now. And I want to go to Evan Stewart. Now, obviously, this Texas A&M offense was, to put it plain and simply, a disaster for a lot, for a lot of the season. Um, they ended up firing their offensive coordinator, going in a different direction. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, I think, is firmly on the hot seat heading into next year after a very disappointing season in College Station. But someone who wasn't disappointing, someone who you could say lived up to the expectations that were put on him as the number one wide receiver in the 2022 class, and that was Evan Stewart. He really made an impact with the carousel of quarterbacks with the Aggies that they had. And I think someone that in a year of 2023 that the offense needs to improve, Evan Stewart is someone that Jimbo Fisher and whoever does become offensive coordinator can really rely on because they'll know if they need to get someone the ball, he's someone that could take it and do a lot with it when it's in his hands. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's pretty telling about the AM offense that Evan Stewart walked in the door and was automatically the number one receiver. And that might sound ridiculous, but that's kind of the case. Obviously, Anais Smith getting hurt did not help Texas AM. He was going to be a dangerous slot threat for them. Would have been a really good compliment to Evan Stewart on the outside. But um, 
Evan Stewart saved the Texas A&M offense sometimes. Um, he was the focal point for the Aggies. I think he had over 100 targets. Um, his catch numbers, 53, don't really quite align to that, but that's just as much on his quarterbacks than it is Evan. Um, obviously, A&M started three different quarterbacks this year. I think at the end of the year, they found one for the future in Connor Weidman, who he and Evan Stewart are going to be a really nice combo for the next few years. Um, I, I shouldn't say that. You never know in college football. It gets interesting. But they project to be a very nice combo for the next few years. And something Texas A&M can build their offense around. Um, Texas A&M is looking for a new offensive coordinator right now. I don't know if Jimbo Fisher will relinquish play calling duties. He's been reluctant to do so in the past. But whoever's calling plays for A&M next year has a go-to player in Evan Stewart. He's that special of a receiver. I think he's like a sub-10-6 guy in the 100. Um, He's dynamic in the open field, um, really explosive, can beat you over the top, but can also beat you uh, with quickness in his routes and with leverage. So he's the total package. And I think he'll be one of the best receivers in the country in the next two years before he inevitably goes to the league. Absolutely. And again, Texas A&M needs a big year next year after going five and seven in this previous season. Now they did beat LSU in the last week of the year. So obviously that's something to build on, but five and seven in college station just simply doesn't do it for the amount of money that they're paying Jimbo Fisher. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a couple more names on this true freshman All-American list. You're listening to the College Football Daily. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back here on the College Football Daily, Lance Glenn joined alongside by Chris Hummer talking the 24-7 sports true freshman All-American team. So Hummer, we talked DJ Warner, we talked Kinshawn Judkins, we talked Evan Stewart. Let's go to the offensive line. Texas, Kelvin Banks, he really made an impact early on. And we had talked about before the season 
that Texas was going to need contributions from that great freshman offensive line class that they brought in in 2022. Kelvin Banks was one of them, and he really made an impact and really set himself apart as a building block for that Texas offensive line moving forward in years to come. Yeah, I think block might be the operative term because he feels like a block on the outside, impossible to move. Um, You mentioned early in the season, we knew Kelvin Banks would be good. Well, he went head to head against Will Anderson week two, didn't give up a sack. And I think that's about as good as you can do as an offensive lineman. Kelvin Banks had several of those moments this year. He went up against Will McDonald against Iowa State. Early in the season, Will McDonald's the Big 12's all-time leading sack leader. Kelvin Banks didn't allow a sack that game either. Um, So he stepped up in the big moments. Banks had the highest PFF pass blocking grade of any true freshman offensive tackle this year. He was a constant presence on Quinn Ewers' blind side. Um, Texas had its share of struggles in the offensive line at times this year, but it wasn't Kelvin Banks that was that issue. He and Cole Hudson, another true freshman, were very good this season up front for Texas. Kelvin Banks has all the makings of a future first-round pick. Texas hasn't had a first-round offensive lineman. And man, I, I don't even know. I think it's probably been like 2005, like national championship era for them. And he really looks like he's going to be the next one. Um, He just looks like a superstar. um, And he was awesome for Texas this year. Yeah. And you said it, you know, Texas hasn't been the model, I guess you could say, of developing offensive linemen over the last uh, decade plus. Uh, But Kelvin Banks certainly looks like one uh, who will be, as long as his career uh, continues as it's been so far, uh, looks like someone who will be a first round pick when his time to enter the NFL draft is. So let's move on to the defense. A couple names I want to talk about. The first one in the SEC. LSU linebacker Harold Perkins. Talk about really a man amongst boys as a as a freshman, someone who made quite the impact for the Tigers. And we talked about pieces to grow with. Brian Kelly, obviously, in his first year at LSU, making the SEC title game. Harold Perkins was a focal point of that defense and someone who really came on strong and really showed why we at 24-7 Sports had him as the top-rated linebacker in the 2022 class. Good luck forgetting that uh, Arkansas game that Harold Perkins has. Um, It's very infrequent that you see a defensive player just totally change a game and completely alter the outcome of it. But Harold Perkins did that that day. Eight tackles, four sacks, two forced fumbles that day. He ended the game with a sack when Arkansas was trying to drive and upset LSU. It didn't ultimately matter. Like LSU did not reach the college football playoff. But in the moment, it felt like a time that could change the college football playoff race. And you just never get to see that. I've got a good defensive player. Um, Harold is somebody I'm very familiar with. He's from the state of Texas, the Houston area. Saw him play live in high school a couple times. Um, Was a ridiculous running back too, uh, frankly. Just like stupid. And... It's translated to linebacker. Um, He has all the traits to be an All-American in the future. I think he was the best defensive true freshman in the country this year um, with maybe one or two players who can make an argument. Finished here with 59 tackles, 10 10 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks. He's very Michael Parsons-like. You would think a player like him is an ideal middle linebacker or off-ball linebacker, somebody who can cover, um, but is not in the box. I'm rushing the passer, but Harold Perkins is just a freaky player off the edge too. He can do it all, and um, he's going to be huge for LSU the next couple of years. Micah Parsons is actually exactly the person uh, that I thought, or the player that I thought of when watching Harold Perkins. I think their games are similar, and I think Harold yeah, Perkins, when he progresses in his career at LSU, as well as eventually when he goes to the NFL, could make quite a similar impact to what Parsons is doing in Dallas. 
Yeah, he's not he's not quite as big as Micah. You're not going to see him line up over kind of interior linemen most of the time and kind of battle inside like you see Micah Parsons do at 240 pounds. But in terms of like the athletic ability, the ability to bend off the edge, the ability to cover if necessary, like he has all of those traits, like you said, like Micah Parsons. Very, very rare. I think Gabe Brooks compared him to Miles Jack coming out of high school. For those of you who remember the UCLA linebacker, had a very similar um, Swiss Army knife skill set. And yeah, I think there are freaks every once in a while and Harold Perkins is very much one of those freaks. He absolutely is. And again, someone who, as he progresses in his LSU career, is certainly on pace to when it's time to go to the NFL draft, uh, looks like a a potential first round pick, maybe even potential uh, top 10, top five pick. So the last name I want to discuss, staying in the SEC, the team that actually LSU played in the SEC championship game, Malachi Starks of Georgia, talk about another freshman who made quite the impact. Starks made the impact right off the bat in that opening week win against Oregon, a, a really sweet acrobatic interception uh, of Bo Nix. And I think if I remember correctly, a 49 to three win over the Ducks. And again, like Harold Perkins did, he really made his presence felt early for the Bulldogs and is someone that, look, we know Georgia's defense is going to be unbelievable year after year after year. But in the secondary here with Malachi Starks, he's someone that has really asserted himself as a leader and as someone who could really make an impact in the years to come. Yeah, absolutely. That that interception of Bonex was incredible. It reminded me a lot of what we saw from Derek Stingley early in his career. Obviously, they play different positions. Derek's a cornerback. Malachi is a safety who plays in the box a lot. But um, just the acrobaticness of that interception, a DB at an SEC school who's going to make an impact for years to come. Um, Harold was awesome. I think what's really important about Starks to mention is he's a small, like he's not a particularly large guy. He played multiple positions in high school, including a little bit of quarterback. He's only 6'1", 200. Early, he was 6'1", 200 coming out of high school. But this is a guy who finished third on Georgia's defense in total tackles. Like he is somebody who puts his nose around the football, has no regard for his own body. There are some legendary stories in his hometown about him playing through injuries throughout his career. He is a testing freak. I'll pull up some of the numbers in a second. Like I, I don't know if like people get bored with numbers and like testing numbers, but he's incredible. He was number one on Andrew Ivins' freak list coming out of high school. He's a guy who has a long jump um, personal best in high school that would have been good enough to qualify for like the NCAA finals um, this year and track and field. He's a 10-5 guy in the 100 meters, which is super fast. 21.67 in the 200. He's a freak. And it translated on the field right away. He's been awesome. And he's a future first round pick. And he's going to make a huge impact for Georgia at the playoffs. Yeah, and we at 24-7 Sports had him as the top-ranked athlete in the 2022 class, and he is quite the athlete, obviously, as he showed in Georgia's secondary, um, and the number four player overall in the 2022 class. Uh, So clearly a hit for 24-7 Sports uh, in that evaluation as Malachi Starks really made an impact for the Bulldogs in year one. But there were so many great freshmen on this list. And remember, you can find the whole thing over at 247sports.com. Chris, thanks so much for joining me. Remember, you can follow him on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer. And before we go, remember to subscribe to the 247 Sports YouTube channel and give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So for Chris Hummer, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks so much for listening to the College Football Daily. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. 
Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.